Humble talks just went viral. Be humble. Hey, sit down. Hold up. Be humble. Hey, sit down. Hold up. Be humble. Hey, sit down. Hold up. Be humble. Be humble. Be humble. Be. We're recording. Be. We did it again. Be. Bring it on back. Sorry. All the way back. My bad. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Humble Talks. Thank you so much for tuning in. And for those who don't know, Humble Talks simply stands for helping us move beyond limits and excuses. I'm Ashari, and I am currently wearing gloves. Oh my God, he really <laughs> is. But I'm Anaya, and we are just two millennials trying to get it right in the world as it relates to our finances, our relationships, and honestly, just navigating through this scam of life called adulting. It is all a scam. Ashari, like, don't listen, start. No, 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 no. I do not care. Oh my God. It is all a scam. Listen, listen, listen. Scam. Secretly creating anxiety against millennials. <laughs> Got him. Scam. Secret code against millennials. Got him. Oh Scam. God. Society controlling all millennials. Got him. Scam. I'm telling you. It is all a scam. Oh, my God. Please you. come save me from this man. He is crazy. But that was dope. I saw what you did there. You saw what I did that there, That was right? nice. Right. Like, you smart sometimes. Pat myself one of the All right, calm down. Right. Okay. <laughs> but before we get into today's episode, we'd like to thank everyone who tuned into our very first episode last week called Me Versus Me. Yes, and we hope that you enjoyed it. We hope that you took away some gems and some jewels from it. Thank you so much. So many people we posted, yes. shared, and tagged people. We appreciate you support so now it's time to check in we encourage everyone to not be shy on our social media page especially for our weekly wednesday check-ins we want to share how your adulting experience is going well i'm nosy so i definitely want to know what's going on what the yo where are these chips coming from oh now you have nothing to say oh I... Listen, I'm telling you right now. What? Every episode, I am going to have a bag of chips. Oh, my God. Until we get a sponsorship by Lay's or Doritos, <laughs> I am going to have a bag of chips. I say this humbly and respectfully. Oh signed, Humble Talk. Say less, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about the elephant in the room. Throughout this entire pandemic, all these changes that are happening throughout the country, especially now with all the lockdowns, schools being closed... People losing their jobs left and right, and the stock market is dropping. What's going on through your head, and how do you feel about everything? To be honest, my anxiety is through the roof. And the crazy thing is, I'm, it's really not centered around contracting corona, but more so around how people are reacting to the crisis. So whether they're not taking it seriously enough or just being completely irrational with their actions. Also, like many of us, I'm remote for the time being. However, my anxiety, in a way, is unmotivating me to do my job to the best of my ability. But then watch this. In the same breath, I still have this pressure to make sure I'm actually working so my job doesn't think I'm slacking. It's like every day in the morning, I'm having this internal fight with myself to push through it and make sure that my anxiety doesn't get the best of me and not getting caught up in the everyday distractions. Exactly. So pair all of that with me completing my master's program at the same time virtually working out with my trainer, trying to keep my edges strong, my hair moisturized, and my skin clear is just a lot. But seriously, even in the midst of everything, I'm thankful that my family and I are well and that God has really blessed me with grace to push through it all, you know? But enough about me because, you know, I can talk forever. How are you doing during this time? Honestly, I'm feeling a bit weird. 
Mm. I mean, on one hand, I'm feeling confident and calm, but on the other hand, I'm feeling a bit anxious and uncertain. I mean, I kid you not, so many people are anxious and afraid right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's normal because we're all human. But with everything going on, on the confident side, I'm keeping my faith, I'm replanning, I'm readjusting, and I'm reminding myself that this too shall pass. But on the anxious and uncertain side, something keeps telling me that if we're not prepared, then we'll hinder our own success. Mm. I mean, right now it's a weird time and I can see this moment as a benefit if we take sacrifices mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. So at this point, all I can really do is just remain optimistic during this time. Hopefully, if I remain positive, then it could be contagious. Yeah, let's talk about it. Because speaking of anxiety and fear, yo, why are we still working? (laughs) Clearly, Mother Nature wants us to cherish and connect with our loved ones. And the man still got us out here working, bro. That's a whole fact. That's a whole fact. And you already know I can go on and on about this, but getting serious about anxiety and fear, it's real. That's why we have to invest in ourselves to alleviate our anxiety and fear. Yo, say that louder for the people in the back. I said, that's why we have to invest in ourselves Mm-mm. and... Ashari, I didn't really mean for you to repeat it back. Like, dang. My bad. You never heard that before. Nah. So whatever. Speaking of investing in ourselves, I just read an article on the Atlantic website titled, Dear Therapist Guide to Staying Sane During a Pandemic. You can let your anxiety consume you. Or you can feel the fear and also find joy in your ordinary life. Mm. And the article spoke about being present. Being present in the moment right now. Connecting with your loved one. Connecting with ourselves. And taking good psychological care and protecting our emotional health. And so, this is what we can do to invest in ourselves emotionally and psychologically. Right. But then also, I'm seeing a lot of people on social media... They're challenging each other, staying busy, doing push-up challenges. And I even saw you do a push-up challenge, too. Uh, Yo, the attempt, poor attempt at a push-up. But no, like my amazing trainer, shout out to Taylor Yamai, she has been sending me workouts to do at home. And I kid you not, it's really helping me keep it together mentally and stay on track physically because we got goals. Like, Corona's not going to stop the summer body I'm trying to get together that people may or may not see. Summer body. Yes, summer parties. No, because we all going to be in the house <laughs> during summer. I plead the blood. Talk about vacation. We're going to be packing our suitcase and traveling right to the next room. The lies you tell. I'm going outside. <laughs> but honestly, right now is the time to invest and figure out our financial plans. If you have one, restructure it. Open up an additional savings account, preferably a high-yield savings account. Take out a loan towards your investment because interest rates are at a low and it's at zero invest in stocks of big companies that are low purchase precious metals such as silver and gold do something and shout out to you for really educating us on our finances because i know for me being that you are my financial advisor slash accountability partner slash you think you're someone's father you really haven't helped me get into buying stocks and such but i can't think of it but what's that app you told me about robin hood robin hood there listen is. Everyone, if you're interested, shoot us a DM and we will forward you a link for you to get a free stock. I get a free stock. You get a free stock. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. Everybody get a free stock. You get a stock. You get a stock. You get a stock. You get a stock. (laughs) (laughs) But also, don't forget to take this time and pray and reflect. Take this time to connect spiritually. This may be the moment to begin your spiritual journey. And listen, there are so many churches having virtual services. So please take advantage. There are now no excuses. You wake up. You brush those teeth and get some Jesus or God or whoever you believe in. But now is the time to tap in and build that spiritual relationship. 
but you've been dropping gems pound it mm. let me go back one sec because being that you're all into finances and investing into ourselves what's really good with these stimulus checks though like i want my monies like rent is due i want the my first money. is coming <laughs> <laughs> well is we finally came to a conclusion thank we, god yeah i, I I'm, I'm always acting like I'm in a room. <laughs> <laughs> he was there in spirit. <laughs> I was there. So each adult, if you make 75000 or less, then you will get up to $1,200. Mm. Now, it would be reduced if you make more than that. So, for example, if you make 80000 then your check would be $950. And for those who are married, if you make 150000 or less, then you will get a total of 2400 Same rule apply. If you make 160000 then you'll get nine hundred dollars and also each qualified child will get an additional five hundred to that amount i don't got no kids but yeah, i wish i did now. yeah me either, me either. <laughs> I, I wish i did too come on hunter come nah. on. <laughs> that's my god oh way. my god i have two nah. <laughs> but here? remember this remember this it will be based on your 2018 tax return so if you filed for in 2019 if you filed for 2019 and 2020 already, then it would be based on those tax returns. So I know some of y'all, y'all ain't trying to file your taxes, you know, <laughs> but make sure you file your taxes. Listen, PSA to all millennials, don't be going out there shaming us, all right? Go out there and you file your taxes. Please mm-hmm. and thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we really trading places. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, so I was scrolling through the gram mm-hmm. when I should have been working remotely. I'm telling. No, please don't tell my job. I'm telling. I, I need this money. Come on, director. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw this post that summarized our first episode, Me Versus Me. So the post said, and I'm going to read it from Instagram. Oh, the gram. You can't accept yourself ah. if you don't know yourself. Whoa. Take off your mask. Keep it but, on. But at this point, keep it on. Keep it on. <laughs> <laughs> your costume, your armor. Turn off your chameleon powers. Mm. Let go of your wannabes, well, your would-bes, mm. and your should-bes. Preach. Now hang out with that person. Find out who that person is. Be kind to that person. I hear that. And that post summarizes exactly what we were trying to do with episode one. By identifying who we are understanding why we're the persons we are today and how it all connects to the blueprint of success. Honestly, and this is why I love journey mapping so much. And let's be clear, it's not all about reflecting on past trauma because that's depressing, but it's also identifying the good that has happened in your life as well. No one life is perfect and each journey is unique. So once you complete the activity, looking back at you should be a chart that looks very similar to an EKG sign. And for those who don't know, it's the little sign that goes up and down. It looks similar to like an earthquake chart Mm -hmm. or it's basically it monitors your heart activity. But remember, wherever you start in life, you have to pinpoint the high points and the low points and then connect the dots with the activity. And from that, you can analyze what's holding you back from being the best version of yourself or what's what's working for you in your favor, which leads to this week's episode. What? What? <laughs> this week we're talking about weak old ketchup stains. Now, I actually heard about this term from Alyssa Harris, who is this bomb ass poet for Brave New Voices. Please check her out. But in one of her poems, she was talking about dumping out weak old ketchup stains. You know, I actually wrote a poem about ketchup in the past, right? Seriously? I'm so serious. I don't believe you. You want to hear it? I really feel like I need to hear it. Okay, give me one second. Oh my gosh. Wait, why are you putting on glasses? <clears throat> and now you pass me the ketchup. Oh my god. Yeah, and now you pass me the ketchup. 
Yeah, yeah, Naya passed me the ketchup. Naya, Naya passed me the ketchup. Ketchup tearing up the plate. I'm a rich brother, got ketchup on my waist. Uh-uh, nope, huh. nope. Right. Time out. Ketchup. Wait a minute. Wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> First of all, that's not oh. what we're, we're not going to do that. But I tell you, I'm trying to do my poem right now. Uh, Shari, I swear, you love tap dancing on my last nerve. Like, bring it all the way back. You're out of control. Listen, on a serious note, Last episode, we talked about weak old ketchup nah, stains. Nah, buddy. No, we're not going to talk about what you just did. Anaya, please, please, seriously, oh. bring it in. Oh, my we're God. talking about ketchup stains and how we're not putting on the same old clothes that didn't fit. You know, it's this idea of you know better, you do better. And right now, I'm just trying to do better. Really? See, this is difficulty with us millennials. We're not consistent. We're doing better. And that's all I'm trying to do right now. Whatever. If we know the brand of ketchup that stained our clothes, then we can avoid the stains in the first place, right? So, reflecting on our environment, experiences, and exposures. Once we take time to be honest, vulnerable, and reflective, like you said earlier, mm. I think us millennials can be true to our journey ahead. You're not in the clear. We're definitely going to talk about this as soon as we're finished recording. But anyway, going back to what you were saying... I mentioned earlier that journey mapping is all about understanding the good and the bad and where I think we messed up and you touched on it a bit last week is that we get comfortable in those things. We clearly see that it's old, it's dirty, it's a hindrance. However, we start operating in a spirit of fear and start allowing those stains to consume us and hold us back from being better. Too many of us, I included. Me too, me too, me too. <laughs> are guilty of taking five steps back, knowing darn well we just took three steps forward and overcame some really deep stuff. Like, why do we do that and what does that really do for us? Absolutely nothing. Nothing, exactly. Like, if we understand the what and the why of our ketchup stains, how is it that is blocking us from moving forward? Like, do those recycled stains alter the way we ultimately view success? It sounds like story time to me. And story time it is. So last week, I spoke about a low event that happened in my life. So this week, I will focus more on a high and how one of my many ketchup stains has helped me back from almost missing out on seeing success in this area of my life. Now, for me, success means something very simple, reaching a goal or an accomplishment. So completing my master's degree was a big thing for me, not just because I've gone through a lot in the past two to three years, but the simple fact that I'll be the first female in my family to accomplish this goal. Now, I am two weeks shy of finishing my degree, and baby, it has not been easy. And majority of it, I caused myself because I allow ketchup stains to get in the way a few times. Last week, I spoke about how I used to be a person who ran away from people, who ran away from problems when things became uncomfortable or whenever there was tension present. Now, fast forward to most recent times, and my weird way of trying to treat people better and not repeat my past, I started to overcompensate to keep people close to me. I started to shift my view of people and seeing them more important than my own needs and wants. So basically, borderline people-pleasing and seeing them like greater them greater than me, if that makes any sense, which is unhealthy, but me trying so hard to hold on to people, I didn't realize what effect that was having on me. Now, while the people in my life were happy, as long as I was saying yes and being available and being accessible, I didn't realize I was jeopardizing my own self-care, self-needs, and self-wants. Now, that ties directly into me getting my master's degree because at times when I should have been studying or doing work, I was sacrificing my time, I was sacrificing my energy, and sometimes money to basically prove I'm a good friend over getting A's that I was so used to getting. In a moment of transparency, there was one semester I was eating B's all the time because I was turning a paper's late. 
school luckily comes easy for me so I was kicking myself because I knew better like why was I putting other people before me journey mapping helped me see exactly why because of old trauma old me used to push people away now new me was trying to write past mistakes however and we thank baby Jesus for helping me see the light but present me had enough I learned the word no and honey it is so liberating I had to get to a place where I saw myself as me is greater than them. And no, that doesn't mean that I love people less. I just had to love myself more. You can't save nobody until you save yourself. And right now in this new season and this new decade, I'm all about saving self. I have found balance and I do what I can for others, but I've learned to get to a place of giving myself grace and giving myself 100% and not half-assing my own wants and needs. Now, with that being said, these last two semesters, I went in. I made sure I finished strong. Now I can look back and be like, I did that. I gave it my all. I am Master Mommy. That you're a what? A Master Mommy. A black queen with her master's degree. Hair flip. Okay? But I'm ready to hear all about your ketchup stains and your story. I call this story The Struggle of Sacrifice. You have a title? I sure do. Just tell the story. So once upon a time, no, Mm-mm. I started my master's program oh my at Brew College in 2014. And I really tried to capitalize on the opportunity of my job paying for my master's, my loans being deferred at the time, and I was living at home with my parents. Mm-hmm. I had saved up about $25,000 from the time I graduated from VSU in 2011. Shoutouts to VSU. Yes, you. I love it. I love it. I love it. Shout out to that good old HBCU. Blue fight. All right. Oh, see, mm-hmm. you're a real hater. No, I'm not. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me focus. Let me focus. Let me focus. Please. <laughs> so I had debt close to about $40,000, maybe a little bit less, because I took some of those refund checks and I put it towards the loans. Parents, if you're listening, have your children take those refund checks and put it back into the loan. Mm-hmm. It would save them in the long run. While I was working, I had logged on to Naviat or Sally Mae, either one of them. I know they're siblings. Either way, I don't like neither one of them. <laughs> so when you see them in the streets, let them know I got beef with them. Oh, my God. So I'm sitting at work, and I'm looking at the loans like, damn, I'm never going to finish paying off these loans. I did the calculations, and I was projected to pay off those loans in my 40s. Bro, I'm in my 30s now. I was like, nah, this cannot be life. I will not forget the day. It was June 23rd, 2016. I looked at my account and I saw all the money that I had in my account. And I was just like, uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do this. So I typed in 19121.27. It took me an hour to hit the submit button. But. After an hour passed, I clicked the sub- I hit the submit button, and I just logged off, and I said, you know what? From this day, I'm gonna really buckle down, and I'm going to pay Sally Mae, Naviat, whoever they are, <laughs> <laughs> a minimum of seven hundred dollars a check, which is a total of fourteen hundred dollars a month, on top of all the other bills that I had. Talk about sacrifice. I had twenty five cents in my account. I wiped out all of my savings just to pay off my student loans. There were days when I went without eating. I was only eating when I got home. I could barely put gas in my car. Sir, $10 on pump seven, please. <laughs> Yo, that's still <super> a struggle. 
<laughs> but I had to stay committed to my sacrifices to pay off my student loans. I finished paying off my loans in 2017 before I graduated with my master's, but that experience tested my manhood, my ego, my patience, and my grit. I really had to stick to the plan while going through everything else at the same time. School, physical illness, depression. It was just a lot, but I pushed through. I pushed through. Mm. Yeah, pat on my back again. Okay, all right, partner. Okay, partner. I did it. All right, but the power of pushing through and sticking to my initial plan is what led me to be successful with paying off my debt. And that's my definition of success. Having a goal and accomplishing your goal no matter what. No matter the obstacle, no matter the hurdle. Getting up and being able to fight over and over and over again for what you want. Now, I know people may say success is when you have lots of money, fame, respect. But to me, success is an individual definition. I think if we looked at success at a micro level, then we'll redefine the definition of success. But I had to define success for myself. And I would say it's the ability not to quit. That's success. There were plenty of catch-up things that could have stopped me from accomplishing my goals. I watched my father my entire life get laid off of work over and over and over again. Working for six months, laid off for eight, working for eight months, laid off for a year. My mother needed help with the mortgage at a young age. I've watched my parents go through it over money constantly. Shoot, not having heat in the house or AC for more than, for what, over 10 years now. But these ketchup stains, they could have discouraged me. I could have fallen into pity and told myself that I'm going to be just like that and settle. I could have been in disbelief because I didn't have any examples that encouraged me to pay off my debt. Don't get me wrong. They provided me with a great life, but things weren't always peaches and cream. So I had to fight myself and ask myself, will I rise above or will I remain on the same level? But at this point, it was really me versus me. Instead of using those ketchup stains as a defeater or to defeat me, I use it as a motivator. However, now that I'm in a better place, I still operate in a spirit of fear sometimes. So now I put more pressure on myself to accomplish certain things because of my fear instead of enjoying the process. So sometimes I miss the moment because I'm so focused on the future, but it helps to keep me focused. Hmm. So I have a question. Based on our experience, based on things that we've heard from our friends, why do you think millennials allow their ketchup stains to prevent them from seeing success as they would like to be? Well, this is based on society's stigma against millennials. That we don't like to be told what to do, but we want to be told what to do. It's like we want to be led but don't want anyone telling us how to be led. True. These are the things that I hear in air quotes about <laughs> millennials. <laughs> I honestly think it's because we were raised in between two different generations. We're kind of like the middle child. We want to be loved, but we also want to be independent. So we get bottled down with the older generation opinions, thoughts, and concerns. And then we emerge with the new world of technology that unfolds a new level of freedom and ideology. So what I'm saying in the eyes of one generation, they may see us as not successful because we don't go through. We haven't gone through the things that they went through. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like we're caught in the middle. Right. So it's kind of like a bad divorce. It's like, do we go with daddy or do we go with mommy? I don't know. So we leave it up to the court to decide. Mm, that's good. But yeah, last week we identified the ketchup stains. We understand how it affects us internally, and now we identify how it can continue to rear its ugly head and prevent us from seeking the success we want. We know better, so now we have to do better. Hold up, hold up, hold up. 
And this is why making a plan <laughs> is important. Right. Strategizing on how you will overcome and have the willpower to make it happen. No more excuses in 2020 and beyond. Stop allowing your past mistakes and your trauma to dictate your future. Ashari, you better preach, sir. <laughs> we seriously have to take back our power and understand that our catch-up stains is not who we are. We are better than that. Our past doesn't control our future success, period. And essentially, after you learn and move on from it, let your catch-up stains help someone else. There is someone out there who may be going through a similar situation. We talked about this last week. This podcast is all about paying it forward and helping someone who may be going through. And we get it. If you can't donate it, wash it, burn it. It's all a part of strategizing and not allowing it to hinder your success. And after you thought about a plan, you have to strategize how you want to see your plan come to life. What's in it for you? What are you willing to sacrifice and what are you willing to reap? It's all about your success plus risk equals success. Now, after we strategize, what is going to be your first step that you, me, we are going to take? Mm. Too many times, us millennials, we have a plan, we strategize, but we don't put it into work. Faith without work is what? Dead. Exactly. And so we have to get up and put our ideas to work. And if it doesn't work, try again. If it doesn't work, try again. Nipsey said it the best. He's not going to lie. He ain't act like he had it all figured out. He just did not quit. He went through every emotion. R.I.P. Nip. <laughs> he didn't quit. And that's what separates the weak from the strong. Well, damn. <laughs> we did it again. We unpacked. We unpacked. All the way. Somewhat. No. Because we have more episodes to Oh, come. well, we do have plenty of episodes to go. But for right now, yes. I feel really good to get all of that off my chest. Like, How you feeling? Good. Okay, please stop being ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you're right. That definitely was needed. Right? <laughs> but let's get into some key takeaways from this week's episode. Like, first, I think we all should walk away knowing and identifying who we are, our flaws, and all. And identify the catch-up stains that shaped us into the version we are today. And create a plan for your life. And strategize and contextualize your plan. Ooh, that's a good word. But also, we need to step out on faith and put in the work. And most importantly... Do not quit. Period. Extra emphasis on the T. Man, spit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Rona. I'm sorry. Come on, man. You know how long it's staying in the air. <laughs> my fault. Jesus. I'm sorry. Can we get into some shout outs now? Yes, it's shout out time. Oh my God. <laughs> shout out time without Woo. the spit. <laughs> Yo, are you finished? I said sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> shout outs to Michelle Castro on IG at underscore m-i-c-h-e-l-l-e underscore c-c all right spelling b champ oh my god <laughs> anyway to our other <laughs> our other shout out goes to tyreek lane at mr tyreek lane on instagram also check out his podcast it's called the ghetto profits this man is crazy <laughs> But we appreciate the love and the support, so please continue to get the word out and let people know all about Humble. Oh, and make sure you check out our next episode, which airs on April 13th, which is called A Seat at the Table. And this ain't Jada. We're not talking about the red table, but come and have a seat at the Humble table. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and also, just to let you all know, this episode was sponsored by Lavish Bliss Organics. Yum, yum. Mm. Fresh fruits. Sweet treats. Uh, 
juices. Especially right now, get your immune boosters, uh-huh. okay? Get a little detox. And get some energy in yourself. Mm. All right? You I'm need to, it. I'm, I'm about to order some for myself. I mean, you should because... Should. Actually, no, you don't need anything involving energy. You have enough. <laughs> We're good, okay? Maybe detox. Come down a little all bit. All right, I'll come down. I'll oh, come all right. Down. But as we close out, we want to take this time to inspire us millennials to encourage and to uplift. To us millennials, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Don't let anxiety get the best of us. We are game changers. We are adapters. We're an inspiration to society. We're the hope of the future and we're the light at the end of the tunnel. Millennials, hold on and keep your head high. When times get rough, we don't quit. When times get rough, we figure it out. When no one believes, We believe in each other. When no one sees us, we see each other. Millennials, we got each other's back. Peace. And love. Be Be humble. humble.